0: Welcome to Giving the Gift of Murder. I'm Buddy Duquesne.
1: And I am Sarah Starling, and we are planning a murder mystery party.
0: (laughs) So, Sarah...
1: Yes, hello, buddy.
0: About a month ago, you and I were both contacted by the same mysterious benefactor.
1: This is true, this is true, and uh, we were tasked with something that, I mean, whenever I first heard about it, I really thought that
0: that it might kill us. Indeed, we might not survive this gruesome, grim task.
1: Uh, This is probably the most horrific thing anyone's ever asked us to do.
0: And... Not only is it dangerous for ourselves, but it will be dangerous for everybody involved. Uh,
1: So many of our cherished friends and loved ones will be put in grave danger, and we're going to make a podcast about it.
0: (laughs) So I guess that uh, we should probably explain ourselves. This is Giving the Gift of Murder, a podcast, an audio exploration, a... uh, a chronicle of the writing of what indeed may be history's most elaborate murder mystery party and you and i are going to be the hosts and, and gracious hosts. and and like the creative spark that makes this murder mystery party happen
1: i i would al- also like to be clear that we are not going to be coordinating any caterers or oh decor. no uh-
0: we're going to be writing the, the the plot, and then ensuring that all of the pieces uh, sort of fall into place. Maybe even doing rewriting um, on the fly, sort of dynamically as characters uh, kind of find things out and uh, are are forced into certain conclusions. I'm really interested in the mechanics of uh, kind of bringing people together. And giving them a uh, an inciting incident, this murder that we're going to plan.
1: So this is almost um, a study of long form improv, guided by vague bullet points that we will be coming up with.
0: <laughs> right, a, a sort of a sort of uh, extended LARP. That uh, I, I'm looking at the notes that our benefactor sent us, and it says here that this will last over the course of an entire weekend. A an sort of a Friday, Saturday, Sunday morning. Everybody kind of gets together, and the murderer is revealed.
1: So, from what I understand, we're we're going to be getting together um, at an actual mansion uh, location, TBD, and that'll we'll get together Friday night for drinks, dinner, uh, and I believe we will be sent off to bed or like dismissed for the evening after drinks and dinner, and at that point um, a
0: murder's gonna happen? Some kind of a murder, yes. Uh, Some
1: kind of, yeah, some murder most foul will will occur, and um, all of the guests will be ushered back into the main room, and thus we will begin our journey of uh, unraveling this mystery.
0: That's that's a tall order, actually. Even that first night, that setup, uh, ensuring that uh, Sarah, you and I are big fans of murder mystery stories, right? Huge
1: fans. I love murder mysteries.
0: <laughs> uh, my personal favorite is uh, Clue, the movie. Oh, absolutely. Um, with with Tim Curry and uh, Madeline Kahn in an incredible role. It's uh, a classic. Classic. And and the whole idea of getting people together, uh, revealing that murder has occurred, and then tasking everybody in the location uh, to solve that murder is, like, such an enticing story hook, mm-hmm. right?
1: hmm Yeah, for sure.
0: And, and what... Where else are we going to be, like... Like, because that's one thing, is to write that story and to kind of give all of the characters big personalities and then decide how they act. This is different. This is bigger than that.
1: Well, this is going to be a huge task, I think, because we are... We have a, a hand-picked guest list... Um, luckily, every person on the guest list does have a huge personality to begin with. Um, but we're going to be tasked with writing roles for these people that we know, but writing them to their strengths.
0: Right. And and then on top of that, ensuring that everybody has a role that um, that feels important. Yeah. I, I think that one big thing we're going to be focusing on is. Um, who gets murdered and what their role is?
1: Right, and I and I do know that our mysterious benefactor has requested because she doesn't want any of the guests at her at her you know birthday weekend to feel left out. Um, so she has requested that the person who gets murdered, the murderee, the receiving the receiver of the, the murder, the,
0: the receiving party of the murder, yes, 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 the one who gives gets given the gift, the one uh, who as gets gotten, right.
1: Um, that that person who is murdered would then be kind of recycled back into the story as like an evil twin
0: or maybe the evil one died or maybe nobody knows which one the evil one is it could get complicated
1: right right but that way that this guest doesn't show up get murdered and then just have to be like a ghost floating around the mansion for the next you know 36 hours
0: right Uh, and and as much as that would be cool I feel like there are actually only two people who are allowed to be um, supernatural or otherworldly in this story and that's you and I. We are the um, the haunted butlers, for lack of a better term.
1: Okay. First of all, I want "haunted butler" put on my actual gravestone. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. Does that?
0: But that will be confusing because people later might read that and be like, "Are they haunted by a butler?" Or like, like what's happening here? Like, right.
1: Or or do they do they do things that only like in in their butling? <laughs> Uh, does it cause the effect of things becoming haunted? You know, th- these are the real questions. But I think I think setting up the precedent of uh, us being the the omniscient narrator. Um, and that will also give us the opportunity to be, like, a safe space for our guests to come to and, like, break character and check back in, and, um, that way we're referees, we're writers, we're gods. We have so much power. We need to be stopped.
0: I have already gone mad with the power. (laughs) Oh, that's Uh, beautiful. uh, We should probably talk a little bit about, um, what, what we're bringing here to this this project like what what makes you and i the people that our mysterious benefactor contacted to make this thing happen um because because we haven't spoken at length in quite a while
1: i don't want to say that it's been a decade because i love myself more than that But it's been just shy of a decade. It
0: has been a little while.
1: Uh, Yeah. Well, okay. I guess it's been about, I think the last time we saw each other, like, laid eyes on each other was at our Mysterious Benefactor's wedding, which we both took part in.
0: Right. Uh, And that was uh, now, I believe, uh, 13 years ago.
1: I think your math is a little wonky. Uh, It was like five years ago. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's been it's been a minute since we've even laid eyes on each other. So um, for me, however, whenever our mysterious benefactor brought this up to me in the first place, um, you were the natural opposite to me. You know, like to like, oh my God, well, tap in, buddy. Like he's the one that I need to be working with on this.
0: I I was so honored when the mysterious benefactor contacted me and said that you were going to be part of this project. And mm-hmm. the first thing that I, that came to mind was, oh my god, we must podcast this. This is we need to audio chronicle this process because first of all, there should be evidence if we go mad in the process of creating this weekend. Yeah, we need to leave a paper trail at least. Right, some kind of some kind of uh, record. And second of all. Uh, you mentioned that this is our mysterious benefactor's 30th birthday.
1: Yeah, I think she really wanted something scary to go along with this milestone. So. Yeah,
0: and what could be scarier than a personally crafted podcast by <laughs> by her two <laughs> most trusted allies in the construction of a murder mystery party?
1: Truly, and and is this uh, project that she tasked us with, does this make me question her inherent san- sanity? Yes.
0: Absolutely. Uh, And and you may have noticed that we have not mentioned our mysterious benefactor by name yet. And that's all uh, to protect her identity. But also, I think it's going to be really interesting the kind of um, the effect that she has, the character that she plays in this process for us. Uh, If we were Charlie's angels, she would be our Charlie, uh, kind of radioing in with messages and missions and demands uh, for the storyline of this party.
1: Yeah, I I think that her dictates, you know, because, I mean, this is all started on her whims, and I think it will be very much um, at the behest of her whims. Um, I think that they are going to be absolutely integral in shaping um, not just the story, but the entire feel of the night. And um, it'll give us an interesting challenge as well to orchestrate her into a role that is like a pivotal point of the story while giving her the space to talk to her guests and also have time to eat.
0: And <laughs> one very important thing is that she will not be in the know.
1: Right. Right. The, she the mystery know is for anything. her as well.
0: Mm-hmm. So I think it might actually be a challenge her being such a uh, huge mystery buff. And being the one who kind of bespoke this this order, this uh, this mystery party, mm-hmm. uh, finding a way to surprise even her, I think, will be the main like thrust of all of our choices.
1: Well, and I I think we're we're missing something absolutely vital here. One huge point is that our mysterious benefactor. Does events for a living. She... she is
0: she is far and above a more organized, um, better. Uh, h- how do you say it? Better... a better
1: person? <laughs> 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 oh,
0: I was going no. to say more skilled, like uh, dresser of sets or something, but I don't know how else to say it. She's
1: far more adept at um, coming up with an idea and then making it happen.
0: Right, and where where you and I are. Um, uh, I think... Uh, Mouthy. How many... I, I feel like I'm a, a series of wild animals stacked in a trench coat. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. yeah just yeah, by yeah. nature. Sure. Uh, pretending at being a, a semi-creative person.
1: I am just an entire pen of, like, baby goats.
0: Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. That, you sound a lot like that.
1: Oh, my God, thank you. Also, You're welcome. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that, uh, that I think is going to be... Uh, really interesting for us because we're going to have to come up with something that can knock the shoes socks what's the
0: knock the socks
1: come up with something that will knock the socks off of someone that has made it her life's work to do big events that each event is bigger and better and more amazing and we're going to have to top her best efforts
0: Right. So so let's let's talk uh, skills and qualifications here. All right. Short Uh, conversation. (laughs) What?
1: Short conversation.
0: (laughs) Yes. uh, You and I are capable of nothing. No, right. Uh, So one thing that um, I think you bring to the table is that you are so good at stories. So you are an accomplished novelist.
1: I've never been complimented so thoroughly. Oh my god! Thank you. You're welcome.
0: You've written stories uh, your entire life, and I think that's something that, uh, when we start rolling here, thinking about the structure of this story Mm -hmm. and the story beats we'll need to hit, but also the personalities we'll need to manage, uh, is going to be like something that really is your wheelhouse.
1: I think that that's something that I will have just a lot of fun with because there are, you know, there are certain. Tropes and uh, you know stereotypes, uh, you know things that you expect out of uh, the genre, and getting the opportunity to just go buck wild and take everything to its like wildest logical conclusion. Uh, Yeah, I think it's going to be. I'm I'm going to be like a kid in a candy store.
0: Yeah, because we're not we're not out here just trying to write another murder mystery. We could do that. Sure, knock that out in a weekend, right? Or just just copy something that already exists i mean it's just a party right but this is more than that this is this is the murder mystery party of the century
1: and i think something that i i'm very much looking forward to um in working with you is that i i dare say you have a bit more um can do and make it happen than i have (laughs) Potentially?
0: <laughs> well, that I, I will absolutely take that compliment. Though I am uh, sometimes a little laxadaisical, a little too relaxed,
1: and and we do love laxadaisic laxadaisies. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think that you are going to be instrumental in. Um, this happening because had, had our mysterious benefactor come to me and said this is what i want i would have been like cool and it may have happened for her 40th <laughs> uh,
0: we should say that our mysterious benefactor is not currently within a year of becoming 30.
1: oh that's true we do have around about 18 months before the dawn of her 30th birthday
0: which which leaves us with a simultaneously plenty of time and perhaps too much of it we need yeah. to keep ourselves like on a schedule and make sure that we are broadcasting something like very consistently. Hey, uh, so
1: let's let's talk about schedule. I know we had discussed putting out an episode uh, once a month for starters. Um, that way, we can take uh, the best of what we have and concentrate it down, boil out all of our uh, BS, and actually have something really wonderful. Um, to present.
0: I agree, and we'll we'll be bringing our findings, our uh, kind of uh, you know, our other texts that we're bringing in, the kind of character types we're working with, uh, and we'll kind of be deconstructing them and then reconstructing them uh, kind of in in media res, right here in the podcast uh, as kind of a broadcasted Meeting uh, that kind of goes over everything that we've worked on so far.
1: What I'm hoping to do too is get into a little bit of the history of the genre to go from like yes, Clue, the movie is a, you know a stunning standard of the 1980s, um, but you've also got your you know your your dime store books and uh, even past. I mean, people have always been obsessed with murder and solving these murders. And I would really love to get into just a bit of the history of how this genre even came to be.
0: Absolutely, uh, to yeah. kind of
1: have that like fuel a little bit of our um, of our discussion and what we're doing.
0: We've definitely got to go back and know our roots if we're going to do this successfully.
1: Yeah, until we know who we are, something something Lion King.
0: That was really good. Thank you for bringing in The Lion King.
1: Obviously, I am a writer, and I'm good at
0: this. (laughs) And uh, Sarah, I know one big thing that uh, you and I both love is the idea of a themed space, a themed experience. Yes. Uh, You, I know, are a huge fan of the Disney parks.
1: Oh, 100%.
0: And uh, I have taken that to an extreme and started a podcast about theme parks.
1: (laughs) I would call that extreme, yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And so that podcast is called Those Happy Places, and it's all about how themed places are literature. So we're going to be trying to kind of go in reverse on that and kind of do literature into a themed space um, and see if we can't be the architects of something truly special. So uh i hope our audience is here for that
1: i really hope that if 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 you understand nothing else dear listeners i want you to understand how excited we are about this opportunity Um, as a story writing venture, as um, just the best gift that we could imagine to give to one of our dearest friends, and also as an opportunity to open up a dialogue about um, not only immersion into characters and long-form improv, maybe, and also uh, the why of the murder mystery. Uh, We really invite you to kind of dig deep with us if you would be so willing.
0: If you would dare. <laughs> if you dare. Ah, ah, ah. We really gotta start working on our spooky butler voices. Um,
1: yeah. I'm also gonna try to like really like clinch down on my evil laugh. I feel like it's like I've got good roots, but I, I, it's something about my diaphragm. I need to Right.
0: It's like a it's like a deep guttural sort of a ma <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. Ma <so> we'll... <laughs>
0: Listen. Not even like a moi <laughs>
1: <laughs> I That was a first draft laugh Okay
0: <laughs> We're gonna workshop that We're gonna workshop that And many other things here on Giving the gift of murder
1: <laughs> This has been Giving the gift of murder I am Sarah Starling
0: And I'm Buddy Duquesne You can follow us on Twitter At givingmurder
1: Or at Giftofmurderpodcast.com
0: Our personal Twitters are At buddy underscore Duquesne
1: And at Sarah underscore Starling.
0: Our theme music is by the illustrious Devin Coates.
1: Additional music comes from Kevin MacLeod of the Free Music Archive. Find everything by Kevin at incompetech.com.
0: We anxiously await your RSVP for the next episode.